Hi, this is Lara Helmling of The Power of One. Welcome to the Soul Attunement Guided Meditation, a time for us to attune our souls to the light of God so that we might express the fullness of our souls here on earth for the benefit of all living things and for the growth of the kingdom of God on earth. Here our focus is Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, he restoreth my soul. I'm so grateful for those who have joined live today who've already shared a work in progress and a win from their day that they're grateful for. And I'm so grateful for those of you who are joining us on the podcast too. I know we can't all meet live on the call, so thank you for joining us digitally. If you can join us live, uh, Sunday through Thursday, we meet at 10 p.m. Central Time. You can find the Zoom link and passcode at our Facebook group, A Place to Find Rest for Your Soul. And that group, again, is a place to find rest for your soul. Now let us begin. As we begin today, I wanted to share with you a, an insight that I had this morning. It's something that Wileen and I, um, I shared with Wileen in our Monday Insights for the Architecture of Life Mentorship. Um, but that, you know, I know that not everybody gets to, it can, um, is part of that. So I wanted to share a little bit about it with you here. And that is this idea of soul waves that has come to me. So when I am doing the soul attunement process, I feel that energy rising up from the bare, very root, the very bottom of me up to the crown. And then I can feel it pulsating. So it goes, it, it moves up and it moves down. And this, this pulsation is a wave of energy. And it occurred to me that, you know, we talk about brain waves and we measure brain waves, but we also have soul wave. So that brainwave is a part of that soul wave, but the brainwave doesn't stop there. So you probably have had the experience where you um, think something and it sends a shooting emotion down into your gut. You know, usually um, that might be a fearful thought, or you might have a thought and it brings joy to your heart that that movement of energy, um, it moves throughout the body. And so this is what I have been contemplating, um, this soul wave. And so while we're working today, I'd like you to go ahead and um, we're going to work, we're going to sense, we're going to work with this soul wave today. So again, um, this idea of the soul wave, um, we have, and, and you know, another thing that Wileen and I were talking about um, when I talked about it with her in the uh, Monday Insights was that the brain waves, I believe the brain waves, you know, we see them in graphs as if they are horizontal. But I don't know that they're act that that's just a graphic representation of the actual waves. It makes more sense to me 
that those waves are vertical, the same direction as the spine, as the nervous system, as the rest of the soul. So we have these soul waves moving vertically up and down our being. And then they radiate outwards. Like if we hold our arms out away, um, a, you know, away from our bodies into a cross. So we have this horizontal movement out from the heart into the world. And how interesting that Christ hung on a cross as the ultimate act of love to save us. And so this, um, the other, the thing, the other thing about the soul wave that was so important as I was contemplating and experiencing this is that the soul wave needs to be coherent. It needs it, it, when it is, when we are going to be at peace and we're going to be the powerful creators that we are in truth, that wave needs to be coherent and working together like ocean waves on a normal day, they build and they wash towards the shore. But during a storm, they beat against each other and they fight against each other. And, and really when we're in a stress state, the waves of energy coming from our heart and our gut and our mind, they kind of fight against each other, just like those waves on the ocean during a storm. And so in this meditation, like when we do our soul attunement here and when we do our work on our own, it is ultimately to bring those waves into working together. They are coherent and um, they're consistent with one another so that those are waves washing up on the shore um, of life and um, in, a, in a way that is peaceful and um, profitable, like prosperous, you know, a wave that, you know, if, if the ocean was in constant state of storm, it would be impossible for this for um, anything for life to really um, occur, especially on the surface. It would have to go very deep or get out of the water. And so um, it's same for us. You know, I think there are some of us, and I have had times in my life where the surface of my life is so chaotic that I would just go deep and I would just pray and meditate and just escape it all. And yes, that is an escape, but ultimately the goal is that the, the ocean itself has these coherent waves of peace. And so it adds another layer to what we do here um, in, in another layer of understanding to the soul attunement process. We're tuning into we're really tuning our soul like a musical instrument, like those waves on the ocean so that they produce you know, octaves of energy that are coherent and melodious, harmonious, beautiful. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and close our eyes. And let's take a few of those relaxing breaths. We're going to inhale quickly and hold it in the center of our head. And then we're going to release it slowly. So breathe in quickly. And hold it. 
and release. Again, breathe in quickly. And release. Once more, breathe in quickly. Now with your eyes softly closed, relax the muscles of your face, neck and shoulders, breathing softly. Eyes softly closed. Relax the muscles of your chest and arms. With each breath releasing. Relaxing your gut and your pelvis, your back. Your legs. And your feet. And now feel what it is to be you right now. Feel the light within you. That light is you. And that light is the Holy Spirit. The real part of you is the Holy Spirit. The most real part of you. today's meditation, we're going to focus on the love of the Spirit for us. How incredibly much the Holy Spirit loves us. We begin to feel that love through the earth itself, which is designed to yield its fruits to us happily in great 
joy, the joy of creation. Feel the plot of land beneath you that you own or inhabit. Think about the boundaries of this land. See them in your mind's eye. See the dirt. What color is it? What does it smell like? What does it feel like in your hands? Breathing softly but deeply. Feel your connection with the land beneath you. And realize that this earth feels solid and yet it is a ball of dirt hurtling through space, spinning at over 300 miles an hour, ever changing and growing and yet ever stable and secure. Take a deep breath and release it into the earth. Now reflect on the fact that God made this earth and he made us for the earth and he made the earth for us. He made the earth so that It would fulfill all of our needs and wants. Sweet honey, nourishing vegetables, fun things made by human hands all part of the earth made for us. 
feel that connection to the earth. Now, feel your connection with the Holy Spirit in the earth. Too often we separate them, but they are not separate. The Holy Spirit is ever involved in earthly matters. going to tell you a story about the fall, the fall of man. In the beginning, we lived in a beautiful garden. But after eating of the fruit, we were told not to eat. We were separated from the garden behind a veil. This garden was hidden. For many, many years, we had no access to it. But with the coming of our Savior and the embodiment of the Holy Spirit that each of us enjoys, the veil has torn. The veil Four and two, when Jesus died, there is no more separation if we would but look and realize who we are in the spirit. The veil that hid the garden from us is no more. We are so loved that by our choice, we now can re-enter the garden in our lives. In all of our earthly experiences can be garden experiences.
by our trust and love of the spirit that inhabits us, that loves us. In your mind's eye, look at the land that you live on and see it as the Garden of Eden. yields its fruits to you by the love of the spirit and your acceptance of that great gift. Now think of your other earthly matters, your work, your money, See them as in the Garden of Eden. Feel yourself in the garden with God or with Jesus, with the Father or with the Son, imbued with the Spirit. Feel every part of your soul attuned to the joy and love and peace of the garden.
What area of your life you need to bring to the garden to see it rightly, to experience it rightly. For me, it is my work. What is it for you? Is it your money? Food? Health? Relationships? Whatever it is, bring it to the garden and let Jesus instruct you. You are both of the same Holy Spirit. You are one with the Savior, therefore you belong in the garden. Whatever message you've received, take it to heart and trust that it is perfect. Bring it back with you. Notice your breathing. Take a few minutes 
to observe the great love in your heart and in your soul at every level. As you sit in your own home, on your own land, the land and home given to you out of the great love of God. Trust the love of the Spirit to make you whole. You live in the garden. Take a deep breath, let it out, bringing yourself back to the room, another breath, one more breath. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Well, that went a different direction than I expected. But for me, it was very, um, very beautiful. Very, um, very much feel, I very much feel that unity 
of the earth and the spirit. You know, in the Lord's prayer, Jesus says, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so this bringing heaven and earth together was an integral part of Jesus's prayer and how he taught us to pray and really how he taught us to live. And um, I think as, you know, as we think about the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, the Spirit is the one who's with us here most closely. And Jesus and the Father are here through our connection to the Spirit. So, but the spirit has always been the one I understood the least, right? Because it's a spirit. It's like, how do you be attached to a spirit, you know? So that was, um, I think, one of the beautiful things about tonight is to just feel that unbelievable love. And I think that to enter the garden in that way is really to enter the quantum field in a new way and perhaps a more powerful way. Allowing new creations to come easily and effortlessly. That's the thing about the garden as opposed to everyday life is easy and effortless. Our needs are met easily and effortlessly. When I was in the garden, Jesus was with me and it was beautiful. Gave me a big hug. Called me by name. Happy to see me like an old friend. Like a brother, you know? So, it's a little bit all over the place, but that was my experience tonight. Would anyone else like to share? I do. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. You have such a gift and you're amazing. And I love you. Uh, that was so awesome. I realized, well, first, so I've really been seeking and praying for charity. And, you know, I kind of expected to just bam, be there. And I'm like, oh, loving everyone and myself and everything's all perfect. But I, I'm starting to realize that that might not be the way that he gives grants me this gift. So sat, Saturday night, uh, I was coming home and all of a sudden I just felt like this feeling of peace and contentment with myself and with life. And I was just, I just felt happy. And it was just like a few hours of just like 
this really good feeling. And I was like, man, I'm awesome. And then it didn't stay forever or anything. I mean, it wasn't all the way gone, but it wasn't like that strong. And then just listening to your meditation, seriously, that was so awesome. And I, when you were talking about how our home is the Garden of Eden and seeing our home, what came to me wasn't my physical physical land that we have right now but it's the land that god has consecrated for my use that i don't have physically yet and then when you said it was the garden of eden then it became more tropical and and i realized like to me so i grew up in idaho but i also grew up in other places but idaho was always like home base i love the mountains and i love I love the pine trees and the mountains and the nature and everything, but in Uganda, it's so tropical. Everything grows. You just, everything just grows because it's so amazing. And I realized that that's how I didn't ever put that together, but that's how the garden of Eden was. If they're, you know, Adam and Eve without clothes and everything, it had to be super comfortable. (laughs) so so I was just realizing that it had to be like equator amazingness tropical Mm -hmm. beautiful and how I didn't even realize consciously that Uganda has a little piece of my heart and I love the land I love their dirt I love like their red dirt it just the trees and the all of the tropical plants brings joy to my soul anyway and I don't even know how that all connects fully yet but my garden of eden with the mountain in the background has tropical now so I don't know where it is but it's amazing there's a lot of mountains in tropical places so yeah like Mount Kilimanjaro yeah my dreams go there and I'm so close someday heaven father will go there yeah anyway you're amazing. Awesome. You have a gift. You are amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And you know, I think the more we can come to realize that we live in the garden now, that the garden, see, the garden, it, 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 was, uh, it was hidden by a veil, right? But the veil has been torn. And so the garden is available to us now, you know, and while, you know, you're looking for that, you know, you're, you're, you know, seeing that land that's coming, the land you're on now is the garden. And that is too, you know, and um, I think that's so important for our creation and for inviting ease into our physical lives so that we can be more creative for the kingdom because just like when we talk about a storm you know like the the waves i was talking about on the storm if there is difficulty and challenge you know that gets into our soul right there can be stuff on the surface okay like a wind blowing across the top of the waves doesn't really disturb the ocean very much unless the water is very shallow so since we are deep water right 
so long as that 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 storm doesn't toss us about right then we can create and we create best in garden circumstances and so that was you know that i think is such a key to being the the full builders of the kingdom that we seek to be it's allowing ease the ease of the garden into our lives and it really is allowing you know because it's there and that you, yes yeah it is and it, that mm -hmm. was such like i totally forgot about that part that analogy was amazing i was like what that's so perfect so perfect <laughs> And I, and it also came to me in the garden. Uh, so it connected. So Eileen's call last week was planting a seed and all about what she's been working on. Yeah. And the thing that came to me was 10,000. I was like, 10,000, what? 10,000 in my bank, 10,000 a month. 10, and I didn't, I just wrote 10,000. I was like, I don't, whatever. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but then during, during your thing right now, I love how you like during these calls, all this stuff connects for me. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. <laughs> uh, but I realized like it just came and I was like, oh, okay. And so I wrote it down and it's 10,000 a month and I'm supposed to use 20%. So 2000 of that for real like business ex um, expenses whether that's like uh furthering my education with you or mentors or whatever the case is and then 20 percent for business capital and then 60 percent however i'm instructed to spend that but i just like that wasn't i i wasn't really getting where i was supposed to go with that one on the call uh -huh. and i love how it comes together when you give these great examples. <laughs> there it is. That's your first, that's your monthly goal starting now. Yes. And it isn't your goal. It's God. It's the spirit's goal that he is going to bring to fruition through you. If you allow it, you don't have to do anything, but allow it. That's so like, oh, that's so hard. I mean, it's not hard, but it feels so hard. <laughs> right. It's really easy and it's effortless, but it feels so hard. I know it. it uh, I don't know if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. And so you keep, that's your job. Your job is to get clear so that you can allow the spirit to do what he has told you he wants to do. All you have to do is get clear. If you did nothing else but get clear and then act on everything else. Now, sometimes the action is part of getting clear, right? But the getting clear is the primary objective because that clarity is where the allowing happens. It's the way I live. I, I know that I have to get clear first 
when I was, um, I used to write these papers and like there would be ones that would seemed impossible and I would just stop and pray and get clear. And then when I was in that space where I knew the spirit would write it for me, if I would just, you know, I was ready to allow the spirit to move through me to write it and it would happen. It was absolutely amazing. And, um, that's you know, flow state right there. <laughs> that's what? That's flow. The flow state that ever that is like yeah. the buzz thing right now. That's, exactly. that's that. That's the spirit flowing through you. That's the flow state. Yes. That's right. The spirit flowing through you. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> mic <drop>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's it. And that's that state of that vertical soul wave being coherent. Same thing. Right? Yes. Yeah. You're awesome. Oh my goodness. Spirit's <laughs> awesome. Heavenly Father's awesome. Yes. It's all awesome. <laughs> I love you. You're so awesome. Oh my goodness. You have bring such light and joy to the world and to definitely to my life. Oh, you're <laughs> so wonderful. Well, I'm glad. I love these. Seriously. This is like the highlight of my week. And I'm like, yes, I need to just listen, schedule time and listen to one every day because I always get so much out of your every yeah. single one. You're amazing. Thank you for joining us today for the Soul Atomic Call. Remember, you can join us live Sunday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Central Time. You can find the Zoom link and passcode at our Facebook group, A Place to Find Rest for Your Soul. Also, please feel free to comment there with any insights you might have. We'd love to hear from you and we love to share. So we'll see you again. God bless.